Evil Squid Comics, Season 4, Episode 16. That's 16. Uh, yep. All right. So for 2022, we're into Episode 16. We are the Evil Squid Comics Podcast. I am Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we get together every two weeks, and we talk about comic books. And we just Shit. got a bunch of comic books back that we got graded. We yeah, haven't here's really... your X-Men 103. The one from 77 is the one that they think is worth the most. And What's that worth? At an insured value of $200. Really? Yeah. We should have done a uh, Cancor card. We should have done a Cancor card. We have Aircat Man. He's kind of like Cancor. This is an odd one. Kind your Avengers Annual exactly. number 10. The 1981 one or whatever. 188. Why seems go, high. It just seems odd. Uh, uh, strangely even number. Uh, that's the insured value, one hundred and eighty-eight dollars for, wow. for Avengers for Annual Avengers number ten. Annual number 10. Yeah. Keep up here. Come on. Uh, no, I'm busy <laughs> Are you looking paying at my attention? Goodies. I'm busy looking at my. So goodies. anyway, we got some books graded. Scott's reading off what they insured them for, which is what CGC thinks they're worth. Yeah, that's what we would assume. So, so yeah. That's our. But that was your big one. I mean, other than that, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of them at a hundred and things that. Uh, I'm still surprised that that Tales of the Jedi it says at a hundred. I would uh, not have thought that. My one forty one or one forty two or hundred. Man, my Harbinger is only fifty. That seems low. My Groove's fifty. I got the hard strawberry lemonade. A hard lemonade. I've never had one of these. What if they? I assume they took the grade into account. I don't know. I would assume so, but it does not. It's rather big there. Yeah, that that is a surprise. That tells the Jedi I came back as a hundred. So you check that out. Can I know. You, that's can you open my hard lemonade? As much as a twist off. Oh, it is. It is a twist. I twisted mine off. Oh wow, you're like super strong. I guess. Well, I went through the way I priced them because after I got them graded, I looked up the prices. I went to like my comic shop and saw if they had a similar CGC graded one or what they were selling it for. And I think okay. that's a pretty close. I would assume so. But too. my numbers were pretty different from here. So um, a comic is worth whatever somebody will pay for it. That's whatever, true. yeah, but whatever you can get off eBay for it. All the comic book buy sell trade groups that i'm on on facebook they say you need to go to ebay for a fair market value. the problem with ebay is that particular grade in that book in that grade may not be on ebay well that's true that's i was true. thinking with mine i that's what i did i went with mine which and then one. and then also the problem with ebay is a lot of them the stuff you see is not it's like being bid on and so you don't well, really you gotta know. go to the you gotta go to the completed go to the ones completed. that's yeah. what i'm saying go you always completed. go to the completed and see what it is yeah. Yeah. And try to make sure that there's no, you know, you got to almost with eBay go for a little bit more of the average or yeah. everything's hitting high or whatever. But yeah, with so many different grades out there for each book, it's hard to hit. Uh, usually on eBay, I have pretty good luck. I mean, even on the older stuff, there's generally something that's in there. But you're right, to get the exact, it could be a little hard. Sometimes you could interpret it. And it doesn't have to be exact. Bit, you can you know, guesstimate. Exactly. I mean, if you got like a four and a six or an eight or something out there. I should that to Scott last week. Shit. Oh, yes, did you? Did. Yeah. I do remember that. That is fucking still that's sweet. We got all our uh, Cancor books. Matt Allison shipped out all the Cancor books. Fill the book. You want to fill mine? It's so cool. I'm you got to fill it without plastic. Don's like filling it with plastic. I can't feel it through the plastic. No, you can't. No. That's the exact. You can't oh, feel through plastic. I can. So what is this? Everything? It's like everything. So it even has like early Cancor comics that apparently we've never seen before. Like, hmm. So, does it have his first appearance um, in uh, Calamity of Challenge number 127? Is that in here? No, it's not in there. Oh, I think that's made up, sir. That's the one I need. 
Yeah, just like that he was going to do a Batman book oh that was, that was made up as well. Hey, the back is kind of kind of like ours. Yeah, kind of. I don't want to sit down your table. Back? That's mine. <laughs> oh. Okay. Don't be giving him. I'm giving Drew stuff. cool stuff. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, we're sorry cool. we're in a little disheveled today. So oh, yeah. I'll Nobody, cut this out. Nobody listens. Are you sure? Cut this out because we're not really even doing anything. I got a crappy. We're looking at our own stuff. I got nobody can see. So I bought um, a couple of like little. You showed that card. I bought these like little hard magnetic card cases type things. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you've seen them and stuff. But you know, I got them about two bucks a piece. I didn't think it was too bad, but I got them for some of the signed ones that I've got. You know, I've got a couple cards that were signed by creators and, mm-hmm. and things like that. What and uh, box those ones all up. Huh? What are those? Stickers? Why do you get so many? You got stickers. I don't know. Stickers are cool. Did you keep your stickers? I thought I did, but now it looks like you got doubles of everything. So maybe I did not get my stickers. I think I get one of each. Was that from a Kickstarter or something? If you have ones already. I don't have them, sir. That's why I'm asking for them. I just have the card and the postcard thing. Yeah, but I didn't get the stickers. They must have been together. Oh. Is it okay if I get a copy of each sticker, or do you need a two? I think you need a two sets, Don. Jeez. Jeez. Give me this look like, I guess you can have yeah. it. I don't know. I, I'm not sure you I thought I did. I didn't see the stickers. I, I, every time I work in the house, my wife takes half my stickers. Well, I believe that. That is a personal problem that I have no she concern about. my damn Punisher, my... Be the one I got in Heroes. Yeah. The one that I had to spend thirty-five dollars to get. She wanted that sticker. No. What does she do with the stickers? Put them on her computer. I got or a bunch of torchies. I got a bunch of torchy stickers. Does she want cool. those? Probably. Really? Okay. Yeah, what is torchy? That's the Torchy's Tacos hmm. place. Do you have been to Torchy's Tacos? I don't like uh, spicy don't. food. They have non-spicy ones. Then why do they call it Torchy's? Because they have spicy ones too. Yeah. No, I have not been to Torchies. I like Torchies, but it's pretty close to you. For whatever reason, I got that. It's out east. Nope, it's up by Homegrown. I don't know where that is. Okay, uh, it's Mays up on Maze and Twenty First North of there, right? Just yeah. past New Market Square. Isn't there one out east? Yes, there is. Twenty First and Rock. Maybe. But that one yes. is not close Central to you, Don, because you live yes. on the west side. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I didn't think it was close to me. No, it's 21st and Rock. But there is a west one now that's out there at, like, 21st and A few weeks ago, they had free tacos for their grand opening. Wow. Yeah. I've got, like, coupons for, like, free taco and $5 off a taco and things yeah. like that. So Apparently, they're using the Chick-fil-A business model where they just give you tons of free they food. They just give tons of free food. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. You what watch? do we watch? Paper Girls. Didn't watch it. Why didn't you guys watch it? I didn't even Don know it didn't even know about it. He's so out of touch. God. So how was it? I liked it. It, it was surprisingly good. So, But it's not the whole thing? Uh, no. It would be about... Oh, gosh. How would it line up? It, it's probably... It could be maybe about a third, maybe, of it. So or so. Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, I think it was... How many episodes was it? I think it was eight. It's episodes. eight episodes. Yeah, but I, I I thought that they were doing a pretty good and doing pretty good justice to the the comic book as well. They've added a couple of characters, so it kind of tweaks some things up. 
And I don't know. Without giving too much away, you can they, give it away. They've done some. They did some it's like things. Like the chili peppers. Well, so here's the away, thing. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Okay. So talking about the the comic itself, I felt like as the comic went through, it told. Well, it's all about time type things, you know, and whatever else. It's one of those time ones in which did this ha what had to happen in order for everything to to go on, you know, or whatever else. I mean, it was basically telling a story of jumping around to get to the end of this war, but then that these girls were a key to it. And then by the time that the thing actually ends, you you have the feeling that everything that had happened to them would still come to pass. Per se, like they really didn't really change the future. Truly change the future. Correct. They did what was always expected to have happened, you know, throughout the timeline, yeah. in order to get to the being the saviors that they needed to be, you know, type of perspective. So they've already changed that idea a little bit. I feel like in the TV show because one of the guys that helps them, that's a new character, dies twice in two different timelines. Hmm. So that's they may do something different there, but that already leads you to believe that by him, by what happens of him dying in an earlier timeline, he died in a later timeline when they first met him. So that couldn't have come to pass, if that makes sense. Sure. So they were already tweaking around with that formula that I felt that the comic had, mm -hmm. you know. So we'll be interesting to see what happens, but I hear that Brian K. Vine is, Vaughn is uh, involved with the with the writing, you know, and things of what they're yeah. doing here, you know, and stuff. So, but other than that, the characters are all about the same. It's following very similar, yeah. you know, ideas there and, and stuff. So, cool. But it's enjoyable with cool, you know, characters and and uh, what would you say um, overall um, uh, camaraderie between them and things. What is that an Xbox? The new Xbox thing. That is no, the PS5. Five. That's a. It's the, big. The funky white thing? Yeah, it's a PS5. PS5. Good grief. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, favorite girls? Any other things there, though? But, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was... Cool. I, I think it's pretty good. So, right. it's tapping in, I think, though, to the, some of that Stranger Things. Speaking uh, of, I finally finished thing. Stranger Things Season 4. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Why are you, you sorry to hear that? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't that impressed. I yeah, that Nick Nick said it was go. his favorite Stranger Things, and I'm like, dude, I thought it was the worst. I just thought it, it was mean, long, drawn that's out. What, that's the thing. It was long and drawn out is what I thought. Well, here's what I really didn't like, which I felt really hurt the show, was they split everybody up, and they had different people doing different things in different locations, and it just made the whole thing not feel very fun yeah you know because like some of that. mike and 11 well 11 was split up from mike and them and then they finally got together like half, third of the way two-thirds of the way through the season but they were still split up from everybody else yeah you know it just felt very compartmentalized and then you had the whole storyline with uh the russian one yeah the russian storyline yeah and i'm just like yeah that which just, is just purely a way to get the adults just, away from the kids yeah it just doesn't still. didn't work for me yeah, so. now I just still felt like, especially the last two episodes, you know, what was like the second half of season four, yeah. you know, which is what like it's like three, four hours, four hours of stuff that I just thought drug on forever. It's like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, at one point I'm just like, let's just get it over with. Me exactly, I was with you there. I, it's still not bad. I mean, it's still better than it, most things on television. Right. But yeah, for as good as that show was, you like Eddie up there playing Master of Puppets, right? Yeah. I guess. Da, 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 da. 
How's he, how's he playing Master God. of the Puppets? Come on. That's a whole band. He's the only one dude with the guitar. That didn't make any sense. Well, probably so, but it's still cool. I don't even care. I mean, there's nobody drumming. So. It's half that song. But other than that, yeah, sure, it was great. Speaking of Stranger Things, I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, I kind of like that. I what did, did you think? I liked it. It was pretty simple. I thought it was good. Yeah, not I bad. didn't know what to expect. I yeah, I had it's pretty low expectations. It's just have Ant-Man. I, uh, huh? What'd you say? I did have low expectations. So oh, yeah, good. I did too. Yeah, me too. Um, that's the key on that one, I guess. It was funny, though, because it was kind of like uh, going along with the old story where they were bringing Zool back or whatever. And, like, it took into the movie, I looked at my wife and I go, The next time somebody asks you if you're God, you say yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Towards the end, it's like, <laughs> Are you a God? They kind of look at it. It's like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like, and that's awesome. great because that's my favorite line from the first movie right and, and then so, also turned your girlfriend into a dog I was like he turned his girlfriend into a or dog or whatever I don't know it was funny I liked it it, yeah. it was fun it, it was, was cool fun. I thought it was uh, and I didn't know anything about it believe it or not the thing came out what four years ago or whatever no it came out like in December it was somewhere during the pandemic wasn't it I didn't know that they all came back and made like a cameo so Uh, I was surprised at the end yeah Uh, I don't think I heard much about it I I hadn't either I I didn't know that for sure I thought that was did you watch the latest Scream I haven't yes where they explain the whole requel thing yes this is a total requel yeah you know it's like new but with all the old it's like oh yeah absolutely uh yes I would definitely agree with that so yeah I mean, that's what every movie is now. That's yeah. like a sequel, requel. Yeah. That's what Top Gun was. It was a requel. Oh, God, yes. You haven't seen Top Gun? Maverick. What? I haven't seen Maverick. Uh, you poor soul. Are you the only person left on the planet who Probably. hasn't seen it? I know. Even my mom has seen that movie. Come on. Jeez. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sandman. I made it through the first seven. I have eight, nine, and ten left. So where did you leave off? Did you start the dollhouse? Yes. Okay, so that's about where I'm at as well. So they aren't going to get to Seasons of the Mists? They will not in this one. Lame! That's the best part of Sandman. Really, really this covers about the first two graphic novels, which I thought was more than I thought they would actually cover. So, The first graphic novels and him just collecting his shit? Yes, it is. And they dragged it out for half the season? And they drug it out to six episodes, yeah. Oh my god, shoot me now! Six episodes from getting his stuff? Huh? Well, he has it by five, but if you go by the first graphic novel, the first graphic novel ended with The Sound of Her he Wings. He had him sooner than five. So, it didn't take him five episodes to get all this shit. Yeah, go watch it again. It Here's the problem. To get all this shit. So, I could read the graphic novel in like an hour, or I can watch five episodes, five hours of TV to get the same story. You can't read the graphic novel in an hour. Hour and a half? <laughs> Yeah, probably. I think the first Sandman trade reads pretty fast. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Sandman so in they, general, I think, takes a while to read. It does. They changed some stuff. Well, like, I'm sure they did to drag it out from an hour and a half. No, no, no. Like, they to, changed stuff. Like they I, changed. Um, I'm sure they did. They changed uh, John Constantine. John Constantine's not in it. It's Joanna Constantine now. So Joanna. Well, they actually put a const. They put a Constantine in there. They did. It's part of the story. I guess. Is it funny? It is. He has to go get the sand from his... So is this... uh, Is this like in the DC Universe... uh, Apparently not. Canon? Apparently not. 
I don't think it is. What about the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie? Is that DC canon? I don't think so. I don't know. I doubt Does it tie into the movie? Does this Sandman tie yeah, into Yeah, because they both have Constantine. The no, yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, that's lame. And then they made... They made... <laughs> what did you think of the episode 24-7? Which one was that? <laughs> that's the one that? where they go to the, the diner. And, you know, it doesn't yeah. have Sandman in there at all, you know. In, well, yeah, but, it didn't in the movie. Because he was exactly, knocked out. Exactly, exactly. But that was my thing, was that... That for you, I specifically remember when you reread Sandman and some of that type of stuff. That is like one of your favorite. It wasn't that I reread it. Issues. Did you reread Sandman? No, I didn't. Or maybe I, when we were talking. I listened I to know. the audio. Maybe that's what it was. But it still seemed like that was like one of your favorite issues of the entire series. It was fine. Was like one. I knew what was coming, and but did they it, do it justice no, from an episode? No. Really? Well, okay. So there's an got, audio of Sandman. Yes, and it's unbelievably good. So they just read the comic? James McAvoy. Yes, James Sandman. McAvoy plays the voice of Sandman, yeah. and Neil Gaiman narrates it. Who's it's James McAvoy? X, uh, Professor X, oh, okay. uh, Split. That's what I thought. I was checking. Type stuff. Um, yeah, it's on, like, Audible. There's two volumes. Cool. And they do... Dude, it's really good, like, as an audio drama. Like, Neil Gaiman narrates it. Um, they did it okay. Um... I just wanted it to go, like, full-on, like, unbelievably dark like the book was. I mean... I still thought it went pretty damn dark, no? I'm jaded, I guess. I, maybe I'm, I... I'm maybe... Pretty... And my memory of that one may be a little poor as well, but, I mean, I remember the whole... Well, and also... the eyes out, you know, and things of yeah. that nature and things, and they did... They went there, yeah. you know? And well, chopping was... off of, you know, body parts and things, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It... It's all good. It's all fine. Like, I get It's fine. It's I didn't fine. like the way that they did. We're all fine. I, I didn't here. like the way... I thought um, Cain and Abel... In the comic books, they're not similar in appearance. And they look almost like twins. Hmm. Which, I guess, makes kind of sense because they're brothers. But yeah. in the comic book... You thought there was more They're totally different. Like, like um, Abel is like the plump guy, and and Kane is like a real skinny, almost kind of like Twitch from Spawn, mm-hmm. like the real funky ass, funky frizzy hair and stuff. Yeah. I mean, just tiny little bitty things like that. But I mean, overall, I really liked it. I mean, it just kind of. And then like another little nitpicky thing, like I swear, like that couple that were in the diner. The the lady that was the CEO or whatever. Yeah. See, I thought Her they I thought they were, um, Barbie Ken and Barbie. Oh. I thought they made their first appearance in that. Ken and Barbie, no. In the book, they did, didn't they? Did they? I didn't think they did, but okay. I I, I, I don't know. I couldn't remember because I thought damn near everybody then, died in that diner and Ken. And well, Barbie. yeah. And that didn't make so, sense yeah. that they would have made it. Maybe they were there earlier. I don't remember. Yeah, I thought they were introduced right. earlier. But, yeah. I mean, that's a super nitpicky thing. Yeah. Like, super nitpicky. And then, like, um, death. Like, I was surprised. Like, I think the lady did a really good job. But that's what I was saying. It's like, none of them are really... They can take any form they want. But That is very true. But death... But it is interesting that they took... Such, you, you know, they found an actor... For Sandman, that damn near looks like what you would envision right. Sandman was. Well, basically what you saw of Sandman in the book. 
you know, type things. But then they took death, and they did change, you know, race, you know, and things of that a little bit, you know, maybe not quite as gothy, you know, as right. it, you know, type things. And, and I'm with you. At first, I was a little, you know, kind of wondering, mm, how's that really going to work? But I thought she did a fantastic oh, job yeah. of incorporating kind of the overall, what would you say, almost... Um, not really joyful, but just kind of that lightheartedness, you know, mm -hmm. or something of, of death, you know, where well, she tries the, to keep it a little bit lighter, even though she's got one of the toughest, you know, right. probably most depressing jobs. But that, quite frankly, I thought that out of the episodes I've watched, Song of the Sound of Her Wings, where it's got her and it's got Hob in it, was the best episode of them all so far. I just absolutely loved that. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. really good. And very well done. I mean, they yeah. captured the instance of the comic, I think, just fantastic in that yes, episode. Yes, absolutely. No, I like it. It's good. Um, I just didn't remember, like, I don't know, it seemed more drawn out. I, It's fine. It's an adaptation. It's a different adaptation. I saw a thing that Gaiman was like, he posted a tweet that nobody can, I can't remember what it was, but basically he was saying that, like, nobody can take their version of the Sandman, like, the, the book is different, the audio is different, and the, the Netflix show well, is different. Well, he, and he, he doesn't, if you're very, very, very familiar with the comic, he doesn't want you to see the exact same thing. No, he right. He wants to keep some things in there yeah. that you like, but he just wants to change it up enough, you know. I mean, Walking Dead even said that to some points, you know, Kirkman yeah. did. He's like, yeah, I want to keep people right. on their toes a little bit. I mean, I'm putting people out there, you know, and stuff, you know, but we'll we'll change it up a little bit, you know, and it's their prerogative you know i i think sandman overall i think they said their idea is to try to follow the overall structure that was there but they may change a little bit of the the people and some other things you know types right stuff. yeah no i'm i'm really enjoying it i like it so hey, i don't know you might give it a shot it's you know you don't think so at all huh you're you don't <laughs> just don't have any interest in it at i have all. a new philosophy scott what is that one if it's a if new, if you can read it faster than you can no, watch it, no, it's like if I already know the story from a different medium, I'm not sure I want to watch an adaptation. You, you don't need to invest your time that way. Okay, that's okay. what I'm thinking. So, like, I'm already watching Lock and Key and Umbrella Academy, so I'll stick with those shows. Yeah, but Lock and Key has totally gone off the deep end from what the, the book was. It's pretty and different, and the same with Umbrella Academy is super different as well. Yeah. So I mean, you could justify those, I guess, but. I'm not trying to justify anything. I'm just saying that if it's something I've read, then I don't know that I want to invest my time at this mm. point in my life. But you just wow. thing with movies? No, because, well, like, what's an example? Maybe no. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for that matter. No. no, none of that's All that's different. Well, yeah. But, I mean, if they take a book and they make it into a movie. Not necessarily, because a book is... Uh, book is slightly different. It's not a visual. Just slightly different. It's not a visual medium. If I'm taking one visual medium and translating it to another he's visual medium, I know. I know shows versus a book to a movie. Whereas book is still interesting to see how it translates from your mind to hey, dude, the you screen. spend your time however you want. That's to. cool. And you I, watch what you want. And that's just my philosophy at this moment. In like six months, I might be totally different and be all down wow. for all these adaptations. Okay. Hmm. I guess I've just been too disappointed. Lately, all the adaptations that I've tried have just been like a big, huge kind of letdown. Like what? Why the Last Man? Um, that is true. Other ones have their big Sweet 
Sweet Tooth I actually liked, and I'll probably stick with that one as well. I don't. Are they doing it anymore? Yeah, they're doing a second season Invincible, for sure. Invincible, man. I didn't watch Invincible. Holy shit! I just couldn't get into it because it's the same thing. It's like, well, I've already. But you seen don't like this. animated stuff for whatever reason. You read comic books, but you don't like animated movies. I can't. It's odd because I actually do like anime. I just stopped so. watching anime at some point in my life. He grew it's not up. even anime. It's what? animation in general. I know it's weird. So. Like, I used to love animation. I was all into it when nobody else was, and now I don't really can, can't get into it that much. Wow. Damn old man is what he like Well, like Preacher, I tried to watch that. I wasn't too impressed with that oh show. Oh my god, I love that show. That was. It is different. quite a bit different. Yeah, it's quite a it bit different. It is. It's the out. same thing, but dragged out for 10 episodes to do one trip. No, I mean, they even took like. Yeah, they, that's they, they what I'm saying. Path. They just took the same characters and put them in different shit. Yeah, I know. But it followed the same kind of storyline. I mean, they're looking for God. He's got the voice. I mean, it's the same idea. Some ideas, but, but yeah, yeah, they're taking a hell of a different path with it. Hmm. I mean, I only made it through about a season and a half of that, so okay. I don't know where it went after that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just. What do you think of the film? You know, the or like The right? Stand? Like, even I watched the latest iteration yeah, of The Stand. It I is, but I'd already comic, seen. I guess. No, I'm not doing that. It's because I already seen an adaptation of it, and so like another adaptation of the same thing. I'm like, uh, you've got me there. You know, I, I, it gets I old. Like it keeps, yeah. you just keep seeing the same thing. I mean, slightly I honestly different. don't have another desire to go watch whatever the newest Paramount Stand one is, you know, or whatever. Yeah, well, I thought it'd be cool, and then I watch it. I'm like, yeah, it's really not. No, not really. So I've seen so. that one so many different times, or whatever it seems so like. I, it's hard. So I, I can understand that. Yeah. So I'm just burned out on adaptations of stuff that I've already seen in a visual medium. So. Okay. It may change. It's kind of where I'm at at this moment. So, what did you think of the strange aspect ratio that they're kind of using though with Sandman? Oh, have you even noticed that? Ratio. It's they basically have put it onto instead of the one eight five to one format, it's almost like a two three five to one. So that you get the black bars on the top and the bottom, but yet for whatever reason, when they did that, they made it feel like it was squished yet still. So if you really take much of a closer look, they really like a lot of these side angles. People look a little bit thinner, almost, you know, kind of things. Uh, part of the idea is to try to make it seem like, you know, you're in this little bit of a... Uh, yes, type of type of thing. But it's, I find it interesting uh, that they do that in quite a few scenes. Some, some are more pronounced than others. But overall, it's kind of got this strange dreamlike quality that I think they're trying to come through with some of the way that they're doing it. I'll have to pay attention. I didn't notice it. Okay. I mean, I'll probably watch it like four times. I know. I'm thinking it's so dang good that I may have to watch this a couple times, you know, and things. I did watch some movies. <laughs> hey, before we get into your movies, have you seen this show called The Old Man or whatever on I haven't watched FX? it yet. I'm aware of it. Oh, I did have a show that I've been watching. I can talk about. You know what I'm talking about? The Old Man? It's on FX. It's got... Uh, it's on Hulu. Is this the one with Hulu. John Lithgow and, and Yeah, I know and, of it. And, uh, uh, one of those bridges. And Iron Man. Yeah, Jeff the, Bridges. Oh yeah. Stain. Stain. Oh, yeah, yeah, one of the yeah. Bridges boys. But it's not bad. There's like seven episodes though. My brother says it's pretty good. Like it ended with seven. Did you guys watch The Bear on Hulu? The Bear? No. The Bear? The Bear, no. Oh. It's really good. Is it oh. about a bear? No. Oh. Is it about watch it? Sitting about a Has anybody watched Shameless? No. I Did you watch Shameless? No. It's based off a comic book. I can't watch it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the bear is about a guy who uh, 
his brother like kills himself and he had like a restaurant like an Italian beef restaurant in Chicago and this guy's like a world famous chef like he's one of the top chefs in the world chefs in the world and so he comes to run his brother's like Italian beef restaurant in Chicago and it's just and it's basically him it's like he's working with all the other people who work in the restaurant they're kind of building their relationship and cool. you know it's and it's only like seven episodes the episodes are like 30 minutes but it's like super good you guys okay. will both like it good do you have Hulu? yes cool. because I watched Prey oh I haven't watched that yet Holy don't tell me anything shit. about I it I liked it Did everybody you watch liked it? it I haven't watched it yet I, I enjoyed it but my expectations were low I admit it. Why are we saying it's really good? Because my, br- I think my brother thought too highly. He was like, "Yeah, it's okay." So I already went in with expectations, thinking, "Yeah, this will be okay." I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's if you like the first Predator, say, I mean, it's brainless, you know, action fun. You know, this falls into some stereotypical type crap, you know, and things. But overall, I thought it was an enjoyable little uh, little movie there. So tell me, we weren't doing movies yet. And you said you were going to do a movie. But then he distracted me. I just wanted to ask if we, if you'd watch He just wanted to ask about Old Man. Uh, okay. And I'm done. Well, I did watch one other show on Peacock, The Resort. Have either of you guys started that one? No, no don't know. I don't, don't have Peacock, though, either. So. You have Peacock, because I, I use your account. I have Peacock. Okay. Cool. I don't know what The Resort is. So it's like this married couple, and they're like, they've been married like 10 years. So to celebrate their 10-year anniversary, they go to like a resort. And uh, their marriage is kind of, like, on the rocks a little bit. Like, the girl has completely lost interest in the marriage. You know, there's, like, no interest at all. She's and moved on. She's, she's kind of moved on emotionally. But anyway, so they, but she, they go on some kind of, like, uh, bike ride or zip line or something. And she gets hurt and she falls into, like, the woods. And she finds this cell phone. Well, she somehow gets it powered up. Because it's like an old cell phone from like 17 years ago. So it's like, you know, the flip phone with the like little screen, like little buttons. I mean, it's not like a touch screen or anything. Well, she finds a battery and gets it powered up. Well, it's got all these pictures on it. So she starts trying to unravel this mystery from like 17 years ago. As they start unraveling the mystery, it turns out that this guy with the phone, he disappeared. Like there's a news story about it. He disappeared like, you know, 17 years ago around Christmas or whatever. And the resort that he was staying at got wiped out by, like, a tidal wave. Like, it wiped out the whole resort, you know. Hmm. So they get wrapped up in trying to solve this mystery from, like, 17 years ago. And there's, like, a secret society, this, like, Mexican cartel family or whatever, you know, that she starts getting involved in. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. You like it, huh? Yeah, it's not okay. bad. It's worth checking out. Cool. If you have Peacock. Uh, you like obviously don't. Sounds like so. about it and he wouldn't watch it. I'm just saying. I'm just not feeling the adaptations lately. <laughs> I think it was based on the book, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, movies. I watched Uncharted. Did anybody watch Uncharted? I've seen I that. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. I know I it's have watched it. What did you think? I liked it, but then again, I didn't have much uh, It's just a mindless video a, game action movie. It's an action film, you know, type things. Trying to be in the mold of like a Indian Raiders of the Lost Ark or National Treasure or whatever you want to go with any of those type things. Was it hard taking Tom Holland as like a... A slightly older, more mature, capable hero, not quite bumbling, goofy Spider-Man. I know. I so with all of that, I didn't have a hard. I didn't have a hard time with him doing a different type of role, being in this type of thing. I still see him as being very young. Yeah, he has a very young face. So him trying to be Nathan Drake from a video game, where Nathan is a bit more. 
grizzled, older. Yes, grizzled is probably a good word, you know, where he's got a little bit more of the wear and tear, you know, yeah. maybe look. You know, Tom Holland doesn't have that. But as kind of a this younger... Nathan Drake. You know, Nathan Drake, works. I did feel it works because he's got the you know, enthusiasm, sure. you know, and he can seem to pull off the stunts. I didn't have a problem with, I, I, I didn't see him as Peter Parker, let's say. Okay. I saw him as a young adventurer. Yeah, I so. see that. Yeah, it's just some of the stuff, he just, it seemed like he was a little young for what he was I, doing. Yeah, I, you could, I could definitely think that too. So, but you know, no, so it, it was okay, it was a fun. But it's a fun type thing. I mean, the uh, freaking whole part of the cargo plane and crap is so out there that, defies the laws of physics i think overall but oh yeah totally. <laughs> but other than that other yeah than it's that. Uh, it's still a pretty fun thing do you see mark Wahlberg though as being like the old grizzled veteran you know yeah whatever, he didn't really pull you know, off everything either they, I mean, they younged up everybody from they the younged them up so much and things yeah. you know type things, type stuff but overall i thought they did pretty good even bouncing things off of each other you know and stuff I yeah i watched train wreck with the Woodstock the... documentary. Oh, oh, did you watch that? that? What did you think of that? It's interesting. Was it cool. interesting? Okay. Oh, the 99 documentary? Yeah, the 99. Oh, that yeah. does the sound interesting. Where it burned. Yeah, where everything else. Did we, up. like, do that on pay-per-view, or is that a different yeah, the 94. one? 94. Okay. Yeah, I got it confused, too. Yeah, well, that's okay. I was kind of over it at by 99, so. Yeah, that was a shit show. Yeah. I'd watched one. There was a documentary somewhere else on it. I think like on HBO or something not too long ago that I watched. So I was slightly familiar with it. But this one's a little bit more. I think it's like three hours. It's like three parts. Like three episodes or whatever. One for each day. Cool. But, uh, yeah. I'd like the best part was like when, because they didn't have water. Yeah. And like somebody broke like the sewer pipe or something by the portage Porta Johns and they all thought it was water and they were all just rolling around in shit and stuff like shit water yeah, rolling around in <laughs> shit really bro they had the one where like the dude that whole thing was just jacked like oh, yeah. they didn't have enough security they didn't have enough they didn't have enough of anything correct of anything but uh um <clears throat> the uh the help the people that come out and sample the water like the health department or whatever like of new york or mm -hmm. that city or whatever like they came out and got samples mm -hmm. like on maybe friday or saturday yeah and like they went in the next day and the dude was like they they had him in the cultures or whatever he's like you couldn't even walk in the room where we had all the cultures <laughs> stink so bad just from the water samples oh wow <laughs> like these the one lady was talking she got like trench mouth or something there or whatever i don't know it was. It was a train wreck. It, it was a train wreck. I did see Honor Society. Have either of you guys watched that? Nope. Don't even know what it is. No. It's like your teen movie. It's about the. It's got the guy from Stranger Things, the guy who plays Dustin. He's in it. Okay. So there's this girl, and she's basically like an honor student, and she wants to. Is it the blonde girl type thing? Yeah, she's a blonde girl. So, but I'm just thinking, isn't she in uh, Spider Man? Played like in Far From Home, played the uh, kind of chubby guy's girlfriend for the. Could the, be. The I didn't recognize her, but it I'm could thinking be very it possible. is that girl. Yeah. So the idea is she wants to get to Harvard, and the, there's a guidance counselor who has it in. He can make one like recommendation to Harvard, and she's competing with like uh, three other people for this recommendation. 
And so, of course, she really oh, wants it, goodness. so she goes around trying to sabotage the other three. Mm-hmm. And the Dustin character, he's one of them. And, of course, your typical teen thing. She starts to fall for him as mm-hmm. she's trying to ruin him, blah. But there's a cool twist at the end that makes it slightly different than your normal teen movie. So it's worth checking out if you like teen mm-hmm. movies. I know neither of you guys do, but... You're a big John Hughes fan. Come on, you like the teen Dude, movies. I started watching Better Off Dead again. Oh, my oh, that's a great movie. Oh, I love that fucking movie. That's like yeah. my favorite movie. You do like that movie a lot. It was on like... I can't remember what it was on. It was on something. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch it. And then I saw... Anybody watch Luck? Does anybody have Apple? I don't Not have anymore, Apple TV. No, I gave it up. Okay. That's animated from... What? Movie. It's oh, animated. It is an animated one. You watch yeah. an animated movie? Are With you... my kids. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. I'm not against animation. You should watch Invincible then with your son. Invincible. It's really over-the-top violence. Who the hell cares? Your son will love it. He's 16. So, anyway. But, yeah, luck. It was a bit of a letdown. I would mm. recommend it. I do remember seeing the trailers for it, though, now that you mention it. You didn't so. watch the Buzz Lightyear? You didn't watch the... I haven't watched that yet, no. Or the I heard it was terrible. Uh, I didn't watch the Beast. Oh my gosh! I haven't watched the Lightyear one though either. It can't be terrible because that's what I heard. It's got the Takia Watiti voices one of the characters, and so does Chris Evans. It's got to be great. It's got to be. Did you watch Doctor Strangelove? No. Did you watch What What We Do in the Shadows? What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, you can't even get the movie for that. What we do? You got to pay for that one. I own it. Just tell me what you want, and I'll let you log log into my Voodoo. You can get it on Voodoo or something. Yeah, I own it because I love that. I've been looking for what you what we do in the shadows. Do you want my Voodoo account? Uh, no, not right now, but maybe sometime. So, but I would like what to see it? it. All right, I want both of you to watch what we do in the shadows for next podcast. I don't know what that is. It's it a is movie. A movie from Takio. It's a mockumentary about, about vampires. Takawati oh, is one of the main Christ, characters. It's the greatest thing ever, Don. You will sounds, love it. It sounds. Not you good. will love it, I promise. It's the greatest thing ever. So what is Dr. Strangelove streaming on? What can I find that on? It's streaming on my DVD. I don't know. Uh, it's on my Voodoo. I'll give you my Voodoo. It's on Voodoo too? I have I have a digital movie collection on Voodoo. Oh, okay. I give you my password okay. and you can get to my movies. I'll watch wow. Dr. Strangelove. I don't know about what we do in the shadows. Well, if I'm gonna watch. You have to watch what we do in the shadows. If I gotta watch Doctor Strange, I gotta watch what we do in the shadows. I gotta watch Doctor Strange. You have to watch Doctor Strange. You've already seen Doctor Strange. Can I read more fables? You've already seen Doctor Strange. You don't need to watch Doctor Strange. You should watch the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, we have with Bob Kilmer. No, that's uh, Nicholas Cage. Yes, I don't know where to watch that. I may have to just give you guys my jump drive. So. All right, any more movies? I think I got. Uh, I, I think I did watch something, but you—you you honestly, if you like Predator, I think you should check out Prey. Yeah, I, I want to watch it, but my wife won't watch it, so I need to have my son watch the first Predator, and then we can watch. Well, there Prey. you go. There you go. Well, that my wife idea. didn't want to watch that one either. And I'm not watching Predator two. Then you got to watch two. Then you got to watch Predator no. versus Eight. You don't need to watch, watch no. all the Predator movies. We're gonna so watch you Predator, watch the and then we're gonna watch Prey. Okay. And if he likes those, we might watch Predators. And the Predator. I'm gonna skip Predator Two and the Aliens vs Predator movies because they are horrible. I saw. Yeah, uh, thing on Facebook. I don't know if I've ever seen Predators to tell you the truth because that's how Adrian Brody 
That's pretty good. And I like it. seen it was on Hulu after I watched Prey, and I thought maybe I need to watch that one. Well, it's Robert Rodriguez, I think, uh, wrote it or yeah. directed it, or, or he was involved in it. I don't know if he, he was, was an actual director. Yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't seem to direct action very well sometimes, but I don't know. He's got that over the top yeah. action. Yeah, I thought it was pretty decent, so. but a lot of people don't like it, so maybe I'm just weird. Mm. Okay. I don't know either, dude. Alright. Are we done with all, right. all our movies and stuff? I think so. I'm gonna do a quick so. little transition here. Jack Rabbit Slim. Don't be uh I read a couple things. I read Cancor. I finished seven or I read Seven to Eternity. And I read Bone Orchard Mythos Prelude. You wanna borrow Jesus Freak? Oh you did we'll read that one, huh? Who writes yeah. it? Joe Who draws it? Benjamin Mara. Yes. You do? Absolutely. Right. You're not going to talk about it? No. I'll let you read it, and then you can talk about it. Uh, maybe I don't. This is kind of... This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't. Yeah? I, I picked that. It was my eBay buy or whatever. Who's that? From? James Salvini. But it's not Star Wars. I know, but you really, only get Star Wars. It was really cheap, though, type things. It was like only thirty bucks hmm. for some original art on there, type things. And it's That's from cool. a guy who does a lot of Disney comic books and things. Cool. So I was like, yeah, I like it. I'm gonna pick that up. Nice. The cool. Price is right. Price so. is right. Um, one go back. I was gonna say, nope, can't remember. One go back. Ooh, I read the filth. The Filth. So are you going to talk about that one? Let's go for By it. By Grant Morrison, Chris Weston, and Gary Erskine. Wow, that's quite the lineup. Chris Weston. Didn't yeah. he do The Twelve? The Twelve? Yeah. What's The Twelve? That Straczynski series for Marvel? Maybe. Sounds familiar. Cool. All right, how was The um, Filth? I read this a while ago. I don't even know if I remember. Oh, that's going to be a good review. Oh, yeah, that's the good one right there like that that's fine all right so oh we don't have a i thought we had a camera we don't no have camera, a camera don all right you have to describe this film so this with is your thir- mouth it's a 13 issue mini series or series or whatever that uh garth ennis wrote or is it Garth? i think you said grant, grant morrison. morrison i'm sorry grant morrison get your guys straight here you're freaking um when this came out i bought like the first six or seven and then i guess i didn't like it anymore so i stopped nice <laughs> of course but then you bought the hardcover yeah gave I them figured, more money i figured i'd uh, so did you like finish it finish it out it's okay um it's very grant morrison ish it's very um so basically what it's about is there's like uh so there's like a, a super group of people that like uh they go around and like clean up all the filth they work in secret and they're like on a different different plane i guess even it's really they clean up the right. filth yeah, how do you define like the, the filth whatever like sewage no like people yeah like, like pedophiles <laughs> yeah kind of pornography yeah, they all kind of fall in there snuff films yeah. Dude, I don't even know if I want to review this because I don't even remember what the fuck happened. Okay, this is a good review. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did read. Did you enjoy it? I did. Grant, it sounds Grant, like you didn't really like it. I did seem to enjoy it. When well, I being read Grant it. Morrison, it's probably got some weird twist or just. Yeah, so really like it starts out with this guy and he's like. This he lady comes. And you encouraged him. I did encourage him. This lady comes and she like. He, he's. 
like he doesn't remember who he is. Like he he's almost like a kind of like you remember the story, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> now we're gonna get the page. And so much. he's got he's got like a secret identity, like a normal secret identity. And so like she takes him out so he can come back and do his job. As like a, like it's almost like a Judge Dread thing. Like they're a group, like a law enforcement yeah. or whatever, like on a different yeah. plane or dimension. Correct. But he he doesn't remember doing this, and he liked his simple life, and so he just wants to go back to his simple life. And they keep pulling him back in to do <laughs> this. They keep and they, pulling me back in. Right. They keep pulling him back in, like the Godfather. And so yeah, they go around and they're like. So he's just trying to get back to that. There's a monkey, obvious, um, of course, in it. So, um, yeah. Okay. That's a good review. Just go read it. Here, do you want to borrow it, Drew? No. No? No. I don't like Grant Morrison. Oh, uh, I don't like Grant Morrison. You don't like Grant Morrison? Uh, he's he's written a couple things I like. When he's with Quietly, I like him a lot. We Three. I like We Three. I like All-Star Superman. So when he's with Quietly, he's pretty good. You don't um, like all that DC... Batman. You didn't like his run on Batman. I never. I read a lot of it. It didn't really impress me. But I've haven't been impressed with a run on Batman since probably Frank Miller. So I don't know what to tell you there. Huh. All I right. mean, I didn't love the Scott Snyder run on Batman. I don't know why everybody was so excited about it. I mean, the Capullo art's amazing, but the stories themselves are nothing. Just because of the great. Capullo art. I mean, yeah, Capullo he brought was in great. the Talon, the Owl, the Court of Owls. Yeah, that was okay. It wasn't great. Anyway. Uh, the Bone Orchard Mythos Prelude. I read this because Scott gave it to me. I did. Um, it's basically about this dude who's, like, going on, like, he's leaving his family and his wife to go to, like, some house out in the woods to oh, write because cause he's got some writing deadlines he's got to hit and he needs to isolate himself. He's got writer's block. But the problem is he's also got a girlfriend on the side. And so that's what he's really feeling guilty about. And that's probably why he really has a lot of writer's block. And she's, like, calling him. It's like, oh, I'll come visit you. He's like, no, dude, I have to write. And he's feeling guilty. And he's, he's about to break it off with this girl. But anyway, so then he starts seeing this weird, like, red naked dude outside this thing. And he starts following him into the woods. And there's, like, a cabin. And he sees a naked dude and his dog. And then all sorts of weird things start to happen from there. I won't spoil the twist. but weird uh, after that. A little bit. But, yeah, um, that's the basic. It's, like, only, like, a... 10, 15, 20 page a little free comic book day thing but it's cool it's a creepy little story I liked it very Twilight Zone-esque you did like it? okay you can yeah. keep that actually I mean, you don't want it? Your, isn't it yours? Your, no I don't want it yeah but it could it's go yours. with your whole whatever I'm sure they'll reprint it. it in something there I you guess. go Don's taking we'll bring it back tomorrow alright I got two more and then it's alright I got Fables time I read the, I finished, I think I mentioned last week that I had started it. I don't know that I talked about it very much, but I Did read. Did you finish it? Yeah, I'm done with it. I read the Howard you the Duck. You read that much Howard the Duck? Yeah. Is your brain mush? No. I actually liked it, dude. There's so many words. It's good. Right. I Aren't liked there so it, many words? So, towards the end. There were uh, too many words? No. Towards, towards the, the end, end, Steve Gerber get, gets away from it. He doesn't really write it anymore. What do you mean, doesn't write it anymore? He doesn't write the last three or four Who issues. Who writes it? Who's messaging that, you? Never mind. It. I don't want to explain it. <laughs> it would take too long to explain it. Um, when <laughs> it's a Facebook group thing. Okay. Um, so, like, 
I don't know why, but like Mark Evanier like plots one, and then yeah. it just gets kind of crazy towards the end, and it's just like uh, he. I don't know why, but he stepped like Bill Mantlo writes like the last issue, second to last issue, yeah. and uh, yeah, Bill Mantlo's writing it. I don't think they get Howard the Duck, and then they added in like a couple like the this Marvel team up with Spider-Man and Howard the Duck, which yeah. I wasn't, it was just... Because they were trying to sell more Howard the Duck comics. Trying. And then they did something really weird. Like, they came back, like, in... I don't know, 1985? Like, mm. eight years later, and did, like, two more issues? Because the movie came out, dude. Oh, that makes sense. Well, this <laughs> was about as crappy as the movie. Wow. The the last book. No, okay, so, like, what I wrote... So, the Gene, Gene Colan did a lot of the artwork in this. Yeah. I've never really read a lot of Gene Colan. I really like the artwork. I dig the artwork. Um, there's, like, really cool... He did, So, it's around Star Wars. Like, Star Wars comes out, so they do, like, Star Wars spoof in here. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty cool. funny. Like, uh, the... I mean, like, that's the cover. It's... Strictly like a Star Wars, you know, they got yeah, the Star Wog, Star Wog, and like, uh, the evil empire is like this, uh, it's almost like a Walmart, like a giant corporation. Like, they go to the Star Destroyer, like, a des the Star Destroyer is like just a giant. Sounds uh, funny when I was 12. Yeah, the Imperial Emporium. Is it funny when you're 50? One? I don't know that it's necessarily funny, but I understand the funny, like, you're a 12 year old, yeah. I mean. I get it. Like, I understand it. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to make me laugh out loud, but I can get what they're trying so to do. So you find it for. amusing. Amusing. Well, that's sure. Good. Um, I don't know. I liked it. Cool. Um, did you? I, I did. Cool. I did. I did it. It's not, like, the greatest thing I've ever read, but it's it's a good, a good, a good Fun solid run. Fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I would read it again and again. Really? No, you would not. <laughs> You're never going to read that again. Never. Might as well sell it. You might as well. It was worth money, but it looks like your copy's pretty crappy, so. You should go get it graded. It's all scuffed up. And... The, the, <laughs> you have the really, dust jacket is. You have really beat the hell out of that dust jacket. I don't know what the hell well, you did. It just came back from San Diego, so that's part of it. It's been it came moved back away. from San Diego. I think I bought this in San Diego. I don't know where what I was bought it. No, we got this... those from our Diamond account. For, that's why I had one. They were oh. like 10 bucks or something. Oh, you had one? Yeah, I sold it for like, I don't know. $500. 200 bucks. I don't know. You sold this for $200. Jesus. I think it's going because it's out of print, dude. There are people want their Howard the Duck. How long did you sell it? Uh, a couple years ago. Mm. I need to look that up on the When was the last time you guys have been to San Diego? Uh, 2010? Was it 2010? Me? You went once I went or twice like after me. Once or twice. Oh, did you? Like 2012. Somebody who I was talking to twice. We were talking about that the other day. Yes. You've only been twice? I've only been twice. And you've been four times? That You can't say only been four times. Only been four times. How many? Yeah. <laughs> no, Who'd you go with the last times. time? Myself. Yeah. You went by yourself? Yeah. Did you have fun? That's the best way to go. Yeah. It's the best way to go. No. It was fun to go with Don. It was fun to go with Matt. Matt was kind of weird because he was all over the place. Our interest didn't really align completely, but it worked out all right. And then Don always had fun because we kind of, our interests aligned and we would kind of scope out things, say, hey, this over here is cool. And then we check it out. It's good. But that was back when San Diego was fun. The last time I went, I think I was done with San Diego. I didn't think, I kind of figured out. Must have been 2012, probably. Okay. Okay. But I think I was at the point where 
it didn't do much for me anymore. Like it was the same shit every year. And I knew that I was probably never going to be able to get tickets again. Hmm. And so I kind of was resigned to the fact that this is probably my last San Diego. Okay. Okay. And I kind of felt like I was done with San Diego at the time. I understand that. Because they changed a lot of stuff from when we first started going. And it wasn't quite as cool. I got a limited Marvel Punisher, the new logo sweatshirt from San Diego. How? You didn't go to San Diego. I know. Who got a it? A friend, that, a lady that Barbara used to work for. Yeah. She goes like every year. Oh, and nice. she went this year. Cool. And I guess, I don't know if she sent Barbara, I don't know how it happened, but Barbara talked to her and got one. So cool. It's, it's fine. Got a Central Standard Brewing t-shirt. A what? Central Standard Brewing. Anyway, why were we asking about San Diego? <laughs> because a friend... <laughs> What's that doing Punisher? Nothing. Okay. Uh, because a friend of mine, we were talking about, uh, I think I was talking about going to Heroes or something, it's yeah. cons or something, and they were, they were talking about, oh, like San Diego, have you ever been there? And I was like, no, nah, but I guess some friends of mine, but I, they were telling me that it's just become, yes. you know, pretty, you know, uh, almost more based towards the movie, TV show side of things and not well, I so guess, much about the artists. Was it Marvel and DC that neither one of them even had a booth this year? Like a big setup? I know DC didn't. I don't know if Marvel did. Yeah, I, know, I don't know if they did. had a booth or not. I know Dark Horse pulled out. But Marvel Image had a booth. Image, Image had, had a, booth. a huge booth. Yeah. Dark Horse pulled out. I think DC pulled out. I thought maybe Marvel okay, pulled okay. out. From a well. comic perspective. So and that's what I was telling this guy. I was like, it seemed like it was getting away more and more from the actual comics that it was founded on and more towards the pop culture it was even going that way back in 2010 when i went yeah well the first couple years we went so like image would have a cool booth and they would just have each artist or creator who was there set up in their own little table in the image area and so like rob liefeld was here ryan otley was here they were just all over like you go boom 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 they were all there well the last time i went none of the creators had any booths in the image thing it's just they had set signing times like ryan otley would be here from one to two and then jonathan hickman would be here from two to four and then you know ryan you know nick dragato would be here whatever to whatever you know and it's like so they weren't just set up being there all the time and it's kind of like which okay so you had to kind of plan it and so you walk through the booth and it's just a bunch of you know image cronies you know people who work there trying to sell books it's like it's not like you could just walk to each creator and they were right there which was really cool when we first went it's like hey there's like 20 image creators here all together you know it's like a it's like a heaven you know it's so cool but it wasn't like that yeah and so they kind of started to make it more I don't know, organized, and it was kind of cooler when it was disorganized, mm. I guess you could say. But Yeah, I remember I walked up, and Mark yeah, Silvestri, was, like Mark Silvestri was just standing there yeah, with nobody around. He was standing there talking, and he was doing a sketch, and I just walked, because he wasn't even really signing. He was just yeah. kind of hanging out at the booth. Yeah. I just walked up, and I'm like, hey, do you mind if I get the signature? He's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. But and it's thing too and, that, yeah. and one of the times we went to San Diego maybe it was the first maybe it was the second time all the artists said oh you really should go to Heroes Con that's a much better show because all the creators are right there you just walk up there's no lines it's like much more casual it's like much better show that's when we first heard about Heroes Con it was yeah. from people at San Diego artists telling us yeah it's a much better show it's great for sketches and all that stuff it's like oh why am I going to San Diego then yeah I should go to Heroes Con there's a lot of comic vendors and people, creators that have pulled out of San Diego just because it's just become more of a media thing. Yeah. Video games, toys. 
I mean, it's been going that way for a while. Things, yeah. yeah. And I remember the first year we went, you could actually get into like a Hall H panel. Like we, I think we went to the Watchmen panel or whatever. I didn't get into that one. You didn't get into that one. No. So, I mean, I. It's like an hour before the panel. I'm like, oh, I should go to the Watchmen panel. So I walked over, got in line, and I got in. You know what I mean? And yeah. I waited till 30 minutes before the panel, and I walked over, and I didn't get in. They yeah. cut me off like 100 people before. Oh, so, I mean, it wasn't that before. easy. But now, if you want to get into Hall H, you got to camp you out like the night overnight. before. It's yeah. like... Or almost the week before. It's like the yeah, first year I went, you just showed up an hour early, and you got in. You know what I mean? It's like... Well, there were still people camping out overnight, I think, even yeah, when but, I went the last time, but... Yeah, I know. It had started. That's what yeah. I'm saying. From the first time we went to the last time. I think the only time I got into Hall H was when we would go to that Kevin Smith thing. Yeah. He would do that Kevin Smith. He would do that show. He did that show every night. Yeah. That and was We fun. got into that. But. Um, I think I was in a panel in Hall H maybe once. I don't remember what it was for. Yeah. But, but we anyway. We were there that year that dude got stabbed with a pencil. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I think that was 2010. Hmm. Could be. Because did you. Did we go, and then I went with Matt, and then I went by myself? Or did I go with Matt, and then I went with you, and then I went by myself? I think we went twice, and then you went with Matt. And, and then I went by myself. Okay. Well, anyway, sorry to, to yeah take a detour there. San Diego's been going that way for a while, and it's just getting worse. But somebody was asking me a little bit about that, and I remember you guys telling me a bit about that as well, that it was kind of going away from the comics and the creators and the artists and being more of a commercial pop culture you know just a big hangout type of thing or whatever you know like, I mean, I it's look, still fun but it's fun for different reasons i'm I sure think frank miller and was there you, this year maybe want, so. yeah I but i mean i think i looked at the list and i mean there weren't even really that many like big names at some even... point i've met most of the people i want to meet you know what i mean right like i've i don't can't think of many people i haven't met who i'm that excited to meet at this point like i haven't met brian k vaughn but he's all his stuff was ticketed you know yeah, he was there. But, he was yeah. there. Yeah, they were doing tickets. But, I mean, I've met Hickman too. before he was big. Like, he did a sketch in my sketchbook. I mean... You know what I didn't realize? I'm kind of stupid, I guess. Or maybe you didn't realize it either. But, like, you know, they the image booths, and I'm sure all of them, but you know how, like, they build, like, a big thing, and then they put the tables around it? Yeah. They go they, they go inside there and hang yeah. out. Yeah, there's, like, a little room in there. There's a room in there. Yeah, I've seen Tom McFarlane scoot in there and, like... They do like meetings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I saw because uh, I didn't see it. I didn't realize it until like this year because I was, I was. Todd McFarlane was like posting all kinds of shit all over San Diego, and he went inside and he was like signing books like inside it, like a stack of Spawn whatever, like not signing for people, but just like signing stuff to sell. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. I didn't realize that they had places to go in there that's yeah cool. and then there's like a little door and they go in there yeah nice alright so what you got I read Cancor what Cancor you can't talk about that though because I don't already read I've it I've read all of it did you is this what was in that trade that we just got is most it, of this most of but it. not all of it I think that was just the calamity of challenge stuff Sorry, I don't have any more alcohol. Because there was a Van Halen. Cool. I was just looking to see what it was. No, There's a Van. You one you have one. Did you get your beard on? No, I didn't. There is a Damn, beard. that's too bad. There's a Van Halen versus the Clash special, and then there's a Calamity of Challenge issue one to four, and then that other issue of Cancor that he put out as like a single issue. Did you get that? Maybe. I, I think you know. got it. That's in here, and then it's got like all his like tiny stuff from 
um, like way back when, before he did all this stuff, like his gotcha. early, early comics. Um, and it's got like all the pinups and covers and all that stuff. It's like a complete thing. So I could get rid of my trade. You get rid of your trade and your issues, I think. But it's weird. There was one thing that I don't was know different. I want to get rid of my issues. Because one of the issues had a thing where like you're supposed to reveal his face, and there's like a thing cut out. That wasn't in here. Mm. So it's such a weird mixture of different things. Like he's putting it out in so many different formats. Mm -hmm. It's like weird. But this was supposed to be definitive. But I still feel like there's something missing. Really. But Cancor is the weirdest book ever. Yes. Um, it's basically about this. It's strange. I don't know how to call it the worst book ever, but it's pretty strange. It's pretty strange. So Cancor's like this sort of superhero, and he goes around and runs into other superheroes. And he's got... Cancor has issues, and he morphs into them, and he beats them up, and he steals their stuff, and they try and stop him. And Who is? The other heroes he runs into. Oh, okay. But, it doesn't really sound like he's a hero, though, if he's beating him up. Well, yeah, he's like a superhero, stuff. but, I mean, he's not really a hero. He's kind of weird. And it's one of those books you just have to read, because it's kind of like a David Lynch film. Like, it doesn't actually make any sense if you try to explain it. But it's as you're watching it, it's kind of entrancing. And that's kind of how this mm -hmm. is. It's kind of like the... Uh... But are you going to read this, Scott? No. Why not? You should read it. It's a pretty quick read. It's kind of like filth. You would like it. I read it, and I didn't understand it. You read this, and you didn't you know, every time it's I Grant read Morrison, it... Grant Morrison, though. I feel like anything I read of Grant Morrison, I really don't understand. Every time I read Cancor, I feel like it makes a little more sense. Yeah. Like, I'm peeling the layers of the onion, and if I read it, like, a hundred times, it's it'll all, like, the center will make sense. The, if that makes say, sense. I don't want to say... The big draw for me with Cancor is the, the freaking artwork. Yeah, but it's a cool story, too. It is, and I'm and not trying to degrade fun, the story, but I'm saying the artwork is insane. I mean, there is a whole good. sort of sub-story, maybe that's the main story, about that's autobiographical about Matt Allison and how he struggled with, right. you know, being motivated and actually doing his art and creating art and how he was always distracted by, you know, drinking and watching movies and all that stuff when you should be drawing, you know. Did that whole thing, too. Was the first time we ever met him at Air Capital? Or did we meet him somewhere else? No, it was Air Capital. I think we had him come out. Yeah. We brought him out for Air Capital. We hadn't met him prior to that. And I bought his book, and I think I even went home and read it that night and came back the next day, and I told him, like, I don't understand what the hell I just read. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I don't really understand what I wrote or drew either. Yeah. So it was basically like, yeah, it's not supposed to make sense. So I was like, okay, just wanted to make sure. They're not dumb. Cool. Dumb. What? Why do you, why are you smiling? He's smiling because I handed him the book that he said he didn't want to read. Yeah, so I didn't want you it. don't want it? Oh, okay. dude, you got to read this. It's so good. Like, the art's crazy good. The story's good, too. The art's so crazy good, Scott. Yeah, I'll take it there because I don't really have much else to read. You don't have so. anything else to read. Yeah, you don't have anything else to read. I have something like that Drew gave me, but... Well, what do you have? You got like two hundred of what you gave me. So oh, they give you Invisible Republic. That sounds familiar. Yeah. You have like two movies to watch. I do have two movies to watch. Actually, three because I probably need to watch uh, Lightyear as well. Even though Drew doesn't watch animated movies anymore, but no, I, I heard, watch kids I heard movies. Lightyear was terrible. I don't watch adult animated I'm movies. I'm sure it's great. I heard it was. Who the told worst you it was terrible? Sure. Who I mean, told I, you that? I'm sure it is good. Is he the target audience for it's that movie? Probably no, so. he's absolutely not. But I still don't. The doubt trailer looks terrible. good. Um, I don't know why it would look terrible. All right, so I read. Oh my god, 
I thought you brought that just to show it off. I read Jack Kirby Absolute Fourth World Volume One. What does this collect? This collects the first world. This collects the first half of his fourth world run. So it's not the complete run of anything. No, it it's reprinted in the order it was published. Okay, so it's in the order. There are two of them. Yes. So it's basically half for most of the series. Isn't that kind of what I just said? It's half of the fourth world saga? Yes. I'm just yeah. clarifying, dude. Okay. Calm down. He's just saying um, it a different So it's way. like Jimmy Olsen. It's volumes. It's up to number six of Forever People, Mr. Miracle, and New Gods. And then there's more than six issues of Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Okay. It covers one, 40... 133 to 145 of Jimmy Olsen. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. So I've and only read... issues. I've only read The Fourth World. Or, sorry, New Gods. I was going to say this. And that was world. hard enough to get through. Is the other stuff better or worse? Was this good? I... Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The art Jack, is fantastic. The art is fantastic. And an absolute... Like, these splash pages, like, I'm blown away by, like, some of this artwork. Like, I can't believe that he was producing this as fast as he was producing it. It's pretty um, amazing. Because um, were all those books coming out monthly? I mean, Bi-monthly? Like, how many was he doing a month? Yeah, they have the original dates in here. I was trying to look it up. I mean, there's, like... So... Blah, 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 blah. The very first one came out in October of 79. Then he didn't have anything till December, then January, then February, February, March, March... So at least April, two books May, a month. April, May, April, May, May, June. So yeah, at least probably two books a month. Um, Jesus, that's just insane. I and he was writing it too. And he was writing it and editing it. The only thing he didn't do... He didn't edit. It, he didn't. Written, drawn... Written, drawn, and edited <laughs> by Jack Kirby. He just wrote what was in his head, man. Well, there, there was no filter. There was, there was nobody editing him. Let's yeah, put that's it that true. way. That's Written, fair. drawn, and edited. Correct. So there was nobody. It was his thing. But like, I mean, first of all, first like, of all, just his his imagination, like, correct. and the whole kind of concept and world that he built around the fourth world, the new gods, dark side, apocalypse, all that stuff. Like, I mean, Apocalypse, <clears throat> I mean, the Kirby Crackle is all over this thing. This is like, this is like almost primo Kirby. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's peak, I think it's peak Kirby. It's peak Kirby. Um, I don't know, I think maybe, because I think he, yeah, he did this, and then he went back to Marvel and did the Captain America, like right around 76, because it was like the Bicentennial or whatever. Uh-huh. That's some really good stuff, too. The Captain America, like that the second cool. run of Captain yeah, America. I like that stuff. But, like, Mr. Miracle, like, Mr. Miracle's probably my favorite. Like, I like Mr. Miracle. But, I mean, just the... I was kind of talking to, like, um, um, Kim about it, because he's a big Kirby fan, too. And, I mean, it's almost like... I think I've heard it a million times, but it's almost like this was ahead of its time. Like, people didn't know what... To, to think about this like when it came out you know what i mean like yeah. it was a little crazy it was a little out there like it didn't fit i can't imagine a 10 year old kid picking this up and liking it right but i mean like these splash pages these double page spreads i mean it's just it's crazy the story is is pretty much um you know dark side comes to earth he's trying to take it over um 
there's a there's a struggle between the new gods or the are they the because there's two there's a apocalypse which is dark side and then there's um what's the planet i don't know dude you just on. read it i know but i can't remember the new, name of the planet it's called new something right yeah um but anyway so it's like light and dark yeah it's yin and yang it's life it's anti-life because dark side is trying to find the anti-life equation the anti-life equation which is if, if he finds the the anti-life equation like he can control all life on earth or all life in the galaxy or universe or whatever like the ultimate thing and like apocalypse is like this dark world that's all torture and demons and and just not a good place and then you know the the new gods live on a planet where it's like asgard i mean it it really is like you know asgard yeah really and then um asgard so yes asgard Asgard. but um texas (laughs) it is texas (laughs) what is it des and troy this is des and troy it's yeah them up in texas destroy (laughs) together they destroy Sorry. But, um, I don't know, I mean, just the whole creative concept, like, this whole world thing that he built, like, as long as it went, like, it's a cool soap opera kind of story, you know what I mean? And then to have just, like, he did, like, early on, he did, like, almost, like, these collage things, like, you've seen them, like, Uh those things are... Like that, like that's crazy. Like, where does he come up with that? You know he takes I mean? a newspaper like, and then he draws. Right, it's <laughs> a news, but, but, yeah, I don't know. It, it's basically like DC. I think came said, "Hey, dude, just come over here because we don't want you over at Marvel anymore. Come over here. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we'll publish it. Like, your your name is worth it. And they brought him over, and this is what he created. And it didn't sell. And it didn't sell. But it's. And see, that's the thing. Like, I've read this before. Yeah. Uh, but I tend to think he was ahead of his time and so on. He was. So right. Well, I think he was also writing to an older audience that really wasn't there yet. Yeah. But, like... What I heard, it's like the college kids were digging it, but, the, you know, the kids in junior high didn't really know what to think. Right. Was yeah. he doing Commandy at the same time? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. I don't know when Commandy... I see, think Commandy's not... my favorite... I like the new gods, but I think Command is a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, like, I've read this before, but I've never really read anything after it. Like, I've never read the Walt Simonson or whatever, like, the new gods. Uh, like, I've yeah. never read anything really after it. And it's kind of weird because in the back of this book, they put a bunch of extra material, but they put, like, all the all the characters. Yeah. Um, they're, like, the who's who. So you get a whole background. You know, it's like their who's who thing or whatever. Yeah. And I think that was done way after this because they talk about stuff that happened after. Because, like, it goes into... Like, I didn't get this out of this volume. And they might go into it, like, in the second volume, but I don't remember. But it goes into whole Dark Side's whole history. Yeah. And none of that is, like, at least in the first volume. So I got all of that gathered from, like, his whole family lineage. Like, Steppenwolf. Like, Steppenwolf was, like, in this, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I mean... Darkseid's a huge character now in the like he's stuck around. So I mean it was Which came first, Steppenwolf the band or Steppenwolf the character? I don't know. I don't even know where Steppenwolf comes from because the only time I ever hear him mentioned is in the the Who's Who entry. So I don't know if it I think he shows up later. Does he I can't remember because it's been 
10, 12 years since I've read this. Gotcha. But uh, I'm really digging... The, this is perfect, the absolute format for his artwork. Like, yeah. it's just, it's cool. Blown sure. up, and you can see the detail and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you want to borrow this, Scott? No. That's going to be a no on Scott's part. It's only 750 pages. That's all good. But but each page has a thousand words on it. 750. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It's not that bad. It's really bad. A lot of words. It's, it's not worse than anything you read today. Much worse. Oh, Alright, whatever. He does a lot of splash pages and stuff. A lot of cool. But uh, anyway. It's not as it's not as wordy as um Fantastic his early Fantastic Four stuff. It's cause Stan Lee wrote that shit. <laughs> Alright. I am really digging it. Cool. Really, really enjoying it. So, I mean, I think they only ran for about a year then, because if this is half of it and this covers six issues, it probably they each only go to like probably twelve. At least the Kirby did. I don't know if anything carried on after him. I know Mister Miracle did. Yeah, I don't think they were coming out monthly though. So maybe it went for a couple of years. Right, but what I mean, there's probably only twelve issues. Yeah, I think Forever People might have been even less. It might be. I don't know. So according to our good old Google, Old Steppenwolf Band came out first. They were in 68 was when they started. Nice. Or somewhere around there, whereas the character from DC came out in 72. 72? So they must introduce him in this. So, in fact, the, the band was born in, formed in late 1967. Wow. Now they're both, I think, from... They both took their names from the same... Herman Hess novel Steppenwolf, uh, okay. which was very popular among college students and hippies. Yep, Kirby so. was no hippie. He was no hippie. That is true. He was a Nazi he puncher. Would, he would kick a hippie in the ass. That's right. But anyway, so there right. you go. Well, thanks, Scott. Me and my good old Google searching. I read Seven to Eternity. All, all together, because I read in single issues, and I bound it, and now I finally sat down. Why would you read things. that again? Could you imagine reading this I as it came God. out? I mean, he would rather all spend the words. The, he would rather spend the time. Can you imagine re- reading this as it came out? Re- wa- rereading this than watching Sandman. I tell you what, where I'd want to spend my time. Good gosh. Good golly. Look at all those words. There's a lot of words. That's oh my god, like every freaking time a book, a new issue came up, there's like a whole page of nothing but words. It yeah, those like weren't book. actually that bad. Oh, god. Okay. No, look, I can't look at this cool double page spread. It's only got like six words. I would say, though, I could not imagine trying to read that one issue a month. And it didn't I, come out monthly. It came out over like five oh years. Oh god! I mean, no. That, but there's a lot of those image ones in which I think is just shitty when they do that type of crap. I mean, I don't even know why you guys buy comic books from Image if you're gonna do that crap. It's one thing if they do like the six issues, put it in the can, and then they take a hiatus. Before That's what the next they did one. here. Did they do that here? Yeah. Well, maybe you could pull off that. They took some bit. long hiatuses. Okay, though. but but they actually came to a certain stopping point and not a yeah. Paper, it'd right? be like a it'd be like a trade. Like, there were like four trades. So yeah, but that, but most of the time the trades are trying to tell like a little yeah. somewhat contained story. This one is so. not so much. I mean, it's mostly one continuous yeah, story. Yeah, it does. It has a few little breaks, Probably chapter so. breaks. I don't know. It's just... Uh, but uh, Seventh Attorney, it's a 
Rick Reminder yep. and Jerome Opena does the art. Matt Hollingsworth, I think, does the coloring. The art is pretty cool. I will Jerome Opena is amazing. His yeah. art's cool. They created this whole world, and he created all these characters, and it's a lot of world building. It's kind of like, I guess it's a fantasy book, because it's like this fantastical world with these people called Mosax, and they're like magicians, and each have like a different power. Um, but anyway, there's one head Mosak. He's called the Mud King, and as he'll make you a deal, and as long as you agree to his, like he'll say, "I'll give you something you want," you tell him what he wants, and he'll grant it. And as long as you take his deal, then he can see through your eyes. So he's basically made a deal with everybody in the world, and he basically can see through everybody's eyes, except for this one other Mosak who kind of rebelled and kind of ran away and wouldn't make a deal. Well, turns out that his son then goes is sick and he goes because his dad gets killed and he goes to confront the mud king but he does he'll hear the offer and then they go on this journey to basically well i'm not sure what the journey's to supposedly it's to take the mud king to a sorcerer who will cut him off from all the people he can see and then they're gonna kill the and mud king kill him. Yeah, that's because the if they thing. kill him before everybody that he's everybody's cut off from those all, all those people die. will die yep. and so that's supposedly the story but as he's going he hears the guy's offer and the guy said well i can make you better if you go in with me well there's like a band of them there trying to escort this guy to this wizard and you know shit goes sideways throughout the whole thing and and people get compromised and motivations are questioned it's not it's a very a, happy story That's it's not a happy story. story it's actually a cool story and it's a good idea and the world is really cool i think what ruins it not ruins it but what makes it less than perfect is reminder has this very uh heavy-handed writing style in this yeah where he's got basically narration throughout the whole thing and the narration is kind of telling you stuff you already know, and it kind of is real repetitive. It's really beaten over the head. Beaten over the head yeah. with choices and, you know, making compromises and, and blah, blah, blah. I think some blah. of it is, too, it is sounds it's like very lecturing. difficult to, well, you want to write characters that have their faults and stuff. I don't know about you, but you had a, the main character, you have a very hard time yeah. kind of relating to or even connecting to in some ways. You know, yeah, uh, with how it goes. Probably. Now, maybe at the end, it, maybe that's why, because this character isn't, you know, all it seems. But I, I don't know. It, it, it found like it was hard to connect to anybody, I felt like, yeah. in the book. Which, when you, you have that difficulty, I find sometimes it's it's hard to connect even into the story. Yeah, I guess my issue is, is so you've got what's going on in the art, and there's action going on, right? There's things happening. While that's happening, he's got narration where the guy's talking, but it has nothing to do with what's going on the in the action. Yes. And so you've got this story that's progressing with the art, but then you've got this narration which's going, which has nothing to do with going. It's just like a, it's like a narration. And so my brain has trouble with that. Like I'm trying to follow the action in the story, but then I've got this narration which is pulling me away, away from, from that it, main and story. And making you kind of try to concentrate on something else. And I don't know why. Where it's going there. No, I could definitely see that. Maybe that was a big problem that I had with it then as well. And a lot of writers, that. I think, do that today. And I don't think it works very well for me. Maybe it's just the way my brain is wired. Mm. But I just want to focus on one thing. Like if there's dialogue that is going along with action, that's fine, right? Or if there's narration that's going along with what's happening. But it, when the, the narration the, is exactly. different. When you have narration or something in which you're getting a feel of what they're thinking for what's in that moment, sure. that's a little bit easier than with their 
But this narration has totally nothing else. to do with and, what's and going especially on. Especially in some cases where they get all weird poetic and whatever the heck else yeah. they it gets really difficult because then you're trying to see the inner workings of what the narration is meaning when it doesn't have anything to do with the action that's going on in the pages. Correct. Yes. And so that always pulls me out. And so yeah, when a writer does that, that or what? it kind of throws me off. So anyway, I liked it. I, other than that sort you of... You did like it, huh? I did like yeah. it. I, well, I mean, the art is so good. Uh, and the world building is so good. Maybe my expectations because it was... Remember, yeah, you probably had to... I, I had already kind of read it. Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, this. what was the one that I bitched about where it was all... That was a Hickman book. Uh, out of all of Remender's stuff that you let me borrow, I think this was the one I had the hardest, hardest time, time really getting through. And it's not like I didn't understand it or whatever. It yeah. just was really difficult for me to it's heavy handed it's drawn yes, out to, to really push myself he's through he's kind of doing so, that poetic literary writing style because you know, he yeah well yeah, exactly I mean what was the other one with the uh, in the underwater where they were oh low to, is similar low. And low gets very heavy handed you know especially about the whole hope you know, and not hope up. and yeah. you know, optimistic but, but something about that I found well, maybe it wasn't my favorite. I still found it somewhat entertaining, and and maybe even that one I think at least has a little bit of a better ending, so to speak, which might have made that a little bit better. Whereas yeah. this one is just heavy-handed, and then it's got a shit supposed tragic ending. But by the time that that happens, I didn't like this freaking character anyway. So you know, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, so, I think that was the point. I don't think you're supposed I, to like maybe, him. Maybe it probably was, but I mean, reading it the second time, I'm like, those yeah. are the type of thing when you're talking about. When I read, when you, when you've already decided something visually, and then you go watch it on the screen, you're watching the same story again, you know, type things. Why do I want to do that? Well, I get pissed off when I read a story that I'm not connecting to anything and whatever else. And at the end, it's not even a freaking, you know, it it, it doesn't feel tragic. It doesn't feel anything. It's just like. Well, what the hell? I spent all my time for this where it's just a damn depressing and whatever the hell ending off of something that I've been going the whole time. I mean, I don't know. There's some, maybe I got to be in the right mood for it, but there's some yeah. certain escapism that I want when I go to some of this type stuff to get away from a little bit of that or maybe give me, say, hope. And obviously that one didn't do that whatsoever. So Yeah, this one, yeah. I think I would have enjoyed it more if it had been more of a straight, like, action adventure story. Yeah, very but he tried to too. give it... And I thought the art would play to that too, but he tried to do a little more, be a little more literary, which didn't really work for me. And I didn't really care about the characters. Perhaps. Exactly. You know, I mean, they didn't draw me I thought in. the world was kind of cool. The world there. is cool. That's why I mean, I but, think we worked better as an action adventure store. Yeah. Yeah, they were very difficult to connect and everything else. And so by the time, I'm with you, by the time you got to the end, I don't know if you gave too much of a crap about it, but it was, you had this world that just, you didn't do anything with really yeah. it just kind of destroyed it was like really yeah. okay i mean i spent all my time to read this and it just kind of ends as yeah i don't know yeah so maybe yeah, I, I guess it ends with it's come up and so this character that you didn't really care too much about with the whole damn thing so maybe i should have been happy i maybe thought i was, liked it but now that scott but, talks about it maybe i don't like it as much as i thought oh I don't he's kind of brought me down on it like i said i i just struggled with that one a little bit I think I ex my expectations, like I say, were probably too high with that one. Yeah, could be. Hmm. Well, my expectations were high because I loved Jerome Opena and I loved Reminder, and so I really expected something uh, that's great. Good, that's cool, man. Yeah, an eight point oh on you, you know. Now, you can't. Yeah, so I showed those to my wife. She's like, "But now you can't ever read them." I'm like, "I, know. I don't want to read them." 
I've read them. Actually, that's what I said. Many times. She's like, Why would you even want to do this? My wife's like, So you're going to sell them? I'm like, Well, maybe someday. That's the only reason I would ever keep them for a while. It would be purely to sell. But I think eventually they'll be even more valuable. What? They're never ever going to be any more valuable than what they are today. Come on. When they come out with the next one, they already came out with the X Men movie. When Marvel does it. Not the Marvel X Men movie. The Marvel version. And that wasn't really based on that. It kind of was. Kind of. It's pretty similar, sort of. It, it was right, probably just, as much as what the MCU is based on comic books today. That's true. All right, let's talk about the disappointment that was Fables. What the I disappointment? Almost. This is like the the penultimate or whatever. The you culmination want to, of I don't like, know if I can get through seventy five more issues of this. Really? That is true. This is only the halfway point. You, you don't. You're not liking Fables. You're just not liking it. You're just I don't down on the Fables. Wow. Wow. Now, this is a TV show I'd watch. This whatever. Is, nice say whatever. Didn't they already make two TV shows kind of like this type thing? That's true. So. You'll be like, why would I want to watch this? Happily ever after and whatever else. Come I'm on, man. This do. is the issue that, like, takes out Geppetto, man. This it ends the, the war. That was the worst All right. war. So this is Fables. Really? War and Pieces. I really thought the first two issues with Cinderella that were kind of leading up to it. Well, not the first two, because there's one issue even before that. But what's the one before that? I will so-called... It was just them getting everybody together. It was like the war preparation. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's well, just the preparation with the boy Blue, and him wanted to tell, him, tell, tell Rose Red how he really felt, and she's like, yeah, you passed your chance, man. You yeah, I thought that like was kind of harsh. I really thought they were getting together. there, man, and... I didn't realize it had been two years. Yeah, but Rose Red is, is pretty fickle anyway. So it's true. It's just a it never would have lasted. So probably. And did. then there were two issues with Cinderella, which I thought probably could have easily been one issue. I think he just did dragged it out because he wanted to do that Cinderella spinoff show, or series. There's probably some of that. And there was probably the fact that he wanted to get to issue 75 mm. as a kind of number there. Oh, that's true, too. War. But then so. I felt the war issues were kind of rushed. Like, I thought it could have been a little more really? give and take and a little more dramatic or a little more... That is true. It is a bit one-sided, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But honestly, after Geppetto's freaking wooden army was all taken out by... That's true, Sola, but the think, Homeland still I mean, had a lot of power. They had all those uh, dragons and... A little bit. It did seem like the dragons the were a little easy to take out, though. Very in ineffective. Ways. Yeah, very ineffective with the... It almost reminded me of, like, the... The last Starfighter when they hit the button. Yes, <laughs> I know. And they just around spin around and kill it all. And I, all I do is I just keep loading up ammo and then we just push it in and it just keeps on going. Yeah, but so. if that happens as fast, like it felt like it happened like in two pages. Like, how many trips can he make that fast? And it, they have to take time to load the ammo. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, it, it could be. Yeah, it I don't know. Happen that I think fast. the bigger problem that I had, but still it was a hell of a spread page. I mean, come on, look at that. That, that yeah, art yeah, that was cool. was just so freaking cool. But uh, I think the thing was that maybe it took him so long to learn that, oh, wow, what if we actually watch this boat and see or this flying thing and see what it does? Hey, look, they go down for water every so often. Why don't we try to sabotage them? But we only decide this finally after we've lost like nine tenths of ninety percent of our army. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna hold know? back one dragon just in case. Yeah, exactly right. You know, and that one dragon takes it down. You know, so I, I maybe should have tried that first. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it out. there was some of those things where I'm with you that I thought. 
<laughs> if you got well, one dragon, one dragon, why don't you try that before you throw all of your dragons? All everything, yes. Just, why don't know. you try some little pot shots like this, you know, and whatever. And God then, forbid you, like, watch them for a little bit before you decide to send all the dragons. But then, then again, they was just following how Geppetto was. Send everything in Haven! Come on! But shouldn't you have learned from that? Hey, look, we sent everything to Haven, and they all yeah. turned into a bunch of trees. Should we send all of our dragons at this one thing? Hmm. Ooh, I don't know. So... But I don't know. Well, then Briar Rose puts the whole, like, command center to sleep with, like, a prick of her finger. Actually, I kind of like that. Because I, mean, I thought that right. was something there. I thought they waited a little too long because they were like, we got to wait for Geppetto. I was like, fuck no, you better do this now. You know, that type of thing. But I like that plan, personally. And you then know, they, they got shot. A, they got some, uh, they got a military advantage right there. They should use it. So. Well, then they shot Big B and Blue with that arrow that was supposed to be the super powerful, all their magic combined, and it basically just knocked them out for four days. Yes, but I don't think it's the end of that yet. Okay. So, I, if my memory serves. It comes I, back to bite them a little bit? I think that yeah, comes back to bite Boy Blue in particular. But okay. I, I could be a little But I just thought, like, well, if this thing's so powerful and it's so great and it hit them both, shouldn't they both be dead? I mean. Like I say, I, I think there's more to that. Than it split the power in half because it went through two people. It could be. Which is possible. Maybe that's but. what happened. I don't know. But yeah, it, I don't know. I just thought with this lead up to this war, and it only took like two issues and then a double-sized issue, so three, four issues maybe. It seemed like it could have been a really cool, like, dragged out, like, a little more detail. And really a little bit more give Built up. Yeah, I could say. And be a little more dramatic and more interesting. Yeah. Long term. But... I mean, it's fine. It got got the job done. Now we can get on to whatever we're gonna go from here. Yeah, but was it the, didn't you get the feel though? Especially at the end of mine, you know, it has this whole section from William where he's like, "Yeah, thank you for you know the fables road. This has been a long road for me, you know, and all this type of stuff." It's a, you know getting up to this point, you know, and things. You know, where it almost felt like the culmination of, you know, what he had in mind. I yeah, think, I think this was his story. When, yeah. And this so, was all he had initially. That's, well, I agree. And and as and then he, it was successful. So he's like, well, I could probably do another 75 issues. Well, and that may be the case, but, uh, and then like you know. 10, 12 later. I do feel, years later. You know, I know, I feel like that this up to this point was leading up to that story that he had in his mind back you know, yeah, totally. several years before and led all the way up to this, you know, type things. But you're right. If you did have that and you're being successful, could you have maybe pulled it out a little bit more, a little bit more give or take? Maybe. I yeah. don't know. Maybe he was to that point where he's like, hey, I've spent 70-some issues getting to this point. I just need to, to well, end it. Sure, initially he probably didn't even think it was going to go to 75, so he probably thought he'd get there even sooner. Yeah. Sooner we met him. Did we meet him at Planet one year? I know I met him, probably. And I thought I talked to him about it. He's like, yeah, I've got an ending figured out. I don't know when I'm going to get there. You know, That must have been only like 20 issues in or something. Could Is he even doing fables? I think so. Yeah. I think that's the only thing. He was I don't remember doing. what I had. I had Coven. I had him sign like some Coventry issues because I was really into Coventry back then. But you didn't yeah. have him sign fables? What the hell were you thinking? I don't think so. Didn't Jesus. he have another weird book that he did? Uh... Was it that? Uh, I know he did elementals, but that there's some. Right. Too. Was but, it uh, like a. I don't even know how to describe it. Like a, like an anti hero thing, like all the heroes go bad or whatever. Maybe. Almost like a. Thunderbolts? Yeah, no, wait. No, that's the other way around. Sort of. So, cool. But, so you're not digging fables? I don't know. I, I don't know. Did you really have to force yourself to read this one? Not, get through it 
Not really. Here's my problem. I don't read it ahead of time. Yeah. And then I I read this. I read it all. Yeah, I read it all in one day. I read it all last night. I read it all the night before Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I read it. Or last night, yeah. I read, I read it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I read it Monday. So I think I just, I was like, I'm not going to make it because I didn't you know. Felt I like kept you had it to. I felt like I had to get it done. Had to get and it And it wasn't in. something you were exactly but, looking forward to. And it's like, I got to get it done for the guys, though. And right. Um, and I, I don't know. Like, I always say that like, there was some. I don't know what it is, and I don't know how I would do it better, and I don't know if there was any way to do it better, because he's been setting it up for, like, a trade or two trades, like the war. Like, they've been preparing for it. You know yeah, I mean? absolutely. And then the nitty-gritty happens, and, like, the invasion happens, and it's like, boom, it's over. And it's like, it did feel like it was a little quick. But then, as I look back on it, I'm like, well, I don't know what I would have wanted that would have made it different or better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like It's like... Boom! It's like all this build up, and then boom, it's over. And like, but I mean, you know, they were coming out, so it would have been three months. We read it in fucking twenty minutes because we had all three of them. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to put my finger on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it just didn't feel. It didn't feel epic enough. It to didn't me. feel epic enough. But I don't know how you would have. Well, what I think he could have done is he could have had multiple fronts and have different battles and just had a lot of different and people like, in a lot of different places and just make it more like an actual war, you know, and kind of drag it out a little bit longer. But that's obviously not what he was going for, which is right. fine. But and then, he might have been able to integrate what happened with uh, the Frog Prince and all that because right. that was really a big part of the war. Where the hell was he? Like, where were they? In he was in his own little he was thing. He in his own little land. I he's understand always said that. that I know he that he said he wasn't going to be part of the war. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he always said that his... He this was thing was not to win the war. He was, he was just going to take the Geppetto's wooden soldiers off the table. Yeah, for he was God. taking that out to the war. That was his Which is the big thing. I mean, quite frankly. No, that and was, that's what I'm saying. And that's the big thing was the fact that Haven was a lot of setup so that they could go do this war yeah. as quickly as they did. Yes. You know, type things. Because that's what once, I'm saying. Once, it's been built up for that's two right. trades. So almost in some ways... The, the war has part, been going on for that's a while. The bigger part of the war was that whole Haven mess because that was almost your epic part where people were being right. attacked and whatever else yeah. in some but, cases and then it just kind of carried over to this where a lot of this is like hey here's the finishing touches now now that we've got a week we're going to finish them off while we can well, even all the way back so, in 50 where he burned his forest or whatever you know you could say that was the first right. shot of the war in a way shot. you know we already burned the forest it's going to take a long time for that oh wow so that's all still growing now we took out the rest of his wooden soldiers We've got a yeah. whole bunch of them captured, yeah. you know, in on Fable Town somewhere, you know, and and things like that. So, in a lot of ways, this war has been building up and going on through like the last twenty five issues in some respects, maybe even earlier. And now you really just had them finishing it off Correct. because so. they got got them. They had the advantage. So from that standpoint, I guess it did take a little bit longer. I guess it's like I don't know what was that. In, in the Lord of the Rings, the big battle. Oh, Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. Which takes like, all of, like, three pages in the book, but... Right. You know, it took It's like, where's the Helm's the Deep? Like, that's so, what I want. I want, yeah. like, the Helm's Deep. But, you know what I mean? there again, if you read Maybe the book... Maybe that was the... Helm's Deep in the book is, like... I, I kid you not, it is, like, a top six pages? Maybe ten pages tops? Well, maybe Helm's so, Deep was the Frog Prince fighting all the battles. You know, maybe that was the big battle, and then this was yeah. more like the mop-up. Could be. I don't know. 
This it was, was interesting. Throwing the ring in Mount Doom. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, and it's weird because we're reading it in trades. We're reading it in. I don't think that's chunks. weird. Well, what I mean is, like, we're not getting. You I don't, don't get know. the whole. Oh my gosh! That's what am I, I going to do for the next thirty days? I don't days? know. I think Willingham was writing not, for the trade that. at this point. Right, but mm-hmm. I just mean, be. I don't know. It's it's like you want that one punch, like that one, that one, you know. And I mean, it's this is it's uh, what's his face? It's Prince Charming. Well, and we lost himself. We did the lose bomb into the yeah, yeah. and we lose the bomb main character. Into the last gateway or whatever yeah. you know cool. we lose prince charming in this yeah. you know so you can't really say that they didn't lose anybody in this war right. you, you did yeah. lose well something. and that's the thing too it's like i don't remember any of this and it starts out and they're in whatever the hell that ship is called the, the, the something of, well something of baghdad the glory of baghdad yeah, or something, something isn't yeah. it I don't yeah remember. but uh you know at the very beginning you know prince charming's in there and he's just like you build a flying ship like nothing can take to, and you know uh, Aladdin or whatever is it Aladdin? Sinbad. Is Sinbad. It? It's like yeah, nobody's ever gonna take this thing down. I mean, it's almost like you, you knew right then it was coming down. Like the it, ship is called the Glory of Baghdad. Man, my memory is so much better than so I expected. So much better. Good job. Spot. But I mean, you knew that thing was coming down well, yeah. at the end. Like they you had to have some it drama. Up. It was oh, like the yeah. Titanic or they the can't. Hindenburg or whatever. It's like, oh, this thing's unstoppable. Well, like, everything oh, couldn't go according to plan, or it'd be Voyage completely boring. Trailer, though, you know, a nice little C.S. Lewis, you know, kind of. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Uh, you can't have everything go good because it wouldn't be interesting. You have right. to have a few things go bad. Yeah. So, and I did like the little thing where. Uh, you know, uh, Prince Charming's like, I don't want to be mayor, and, and they're having their little meeting, and they yeah. bring uh, King Cole, King Cole back, yeah. And what's her beauty? A Beauty's like, no, but before that, oh yeah, because they're like, Why yeah, am I here? yeah, you're fired. I'm gonna have to fire you. It's like, like what? what did I do? And he's like, I oh, don't worry. If everything goes right, you should have your job back in a couple days. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then they go to that thing. Yeah. Like, I'm stepping down. King Cole's going to be the mayor. And then King and Cole he appoints goes, him as the war appoint, minister. I'm going to appoint, or I'm going to bring on <laughs> yeah, uh, Beauty to be the secretary. There's, there's somebody else out there that says, this isn't very spontaneous, is it? Yeah, it's it's like this seems, seems planned. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, I did like that little quip or whatever where they were all... All right, two-minute warning. What do you guys got? No, I'm good. You're good? Scott? I'm good. I'm Go good. All right. Fantastic. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Woo-hoo.